Dear Diary, this morning I'm coming to you from work. Naturally, when I go to work, I often talk to um, my buddy Alex, and he comes into work usually in the mornings with me as of lately, and we often talk about our own spiritual journeys and our own, um, you know, uh, goals and stuff that we're working on and kind of help each other through um, our own realizations and things like that. So I have Alex with me this morning to actually kind of dive into my journal entry from last night, which I wouldn't normally do. I wouldn't normally read straight up from my diary and read it, or I don't call it a diary. I call my podcast my diary. My journal's my journal, but I wouldn't normally share directly from my journal, but I would, you know, refer to some of the insights and stuff that I've had during our conversations. But last night while I was working on this entry in my journal, I had actually wanted to share it at that moment, but it was like 1130 at night and and, uh, I didn't have a way to really organize my thoughts and have a way to like bounce it off of somebody. So I wanted to wait until I had somebody to kind of talk about my day with and kind of share some of those insights. So welcome, Alex. Hello. I'm so happy you're here this morning. Thank you for getting me my um, creamer for my coffee. Of course. So um, how do you feel about hearing from my journal this morning? Is that kind of weird? Is this weird? Coming from you, not really. Oh, okay. I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty much an open book. Um, always have been. So I'm glad that I, I don't uh, make you feel weird. As you can see, I'm probably acting a little more weird now than I normally do. And it's because I know that we're recording. And for whatever reason, it just makes me really nervous. And normally I sit in my closet and it's just me in my clothes and my thoughts so I get to just be like weirdly me by myself in a closet so this is like a big step for me to do this even though like you and I talk about some of the most intimate shit sometimes like you would think that this would be no big deal but for whatever reason I'm nervous as hell so don't judge me um so we'll go and get started and um my entry was from yesterday when yesterday was St. Patrick's Day which uh, was a really weird St. Patrick's Day, wouldn't you say? I didn't find out until later on that, later in the afternoon that it was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, right? Yeah. I know. Like, it's funny because, like, all week kind of leading up to St. Patrick's Day, like Saturday and Sunday, um, I was wearing green. Uh, I actually have a lot of green in my wardrobe now. Um, I tend to really like these desert colors, so I have a lot of the desert green. Um, but you know, all weekend, I'm like, oh, I have so much green. I can't wait to wear green on St. Patrick's Day. Guess what colors I wore yesterday? I don't remember. <laughs> that's that's fine. I don't expect you to but remember. it wasn't green. It definitely wasn't green. It was black and gray, and that's it. Like, I had zero color in my wardrobe yesterday. Like, and I think that that is a really good way to look at how the world is responding right now, right? Like, we're just kind of like oblivious to things that are going on still. And so it's just been, yesterday was a weird day. And that's really all I wanted to say about St. Yeah. Patrick's Day is that, yay, happy St. Patrick's Day. This was the weirdest holiday I've ever experienced in my life. So, you know, yeah. it's just like weird not to see, you know, people sharing 
them out getting drunk and them, you know, head to toe and green and orange. And it's just, it is a, it's a kind of a culture shock almost when we don't have holidays to celebrate together. Mm-hmm. Um, so this quarantine's definitely got me feeling some type of way, or what are they calling it? Social distancing, Social not distancing. quarantining. It's same thing, but <laughs> anyway, here we are not quarantined. It's okay, guys. We have an office of less than 10 people, even when we're at full capacity. So don't worry. But anyway, back to the century. So I'm going to read. And as I read, I may stop and I might talk about things kind of how I normally would talk to you. I never really get um, from point A to point B in my story in a flawless manner. Mm -hmm. There's always a thousand side tales. So potentially that will be the case here, too. So. Uh, yesterday was weird, so that's what I wanted to just kind of foreshadow this with, and I think that a lot of us feel that way, whether you're spiritually connected or not. Like I, we all very much are feeling a sense of fear and panic, and um, just some some bad energy coming from the world. So, with that being said, my podcast has been about my personal journey and how. I'm showing up every day to be better and how I'm walking the walk. And I'm going to share with you um, on Friday, I had shared a podcast that I was going to make some adjustments to my daily routine in the morning. And I was going to spend a minimum of 10 minutes in the morning meditating. Five, I was going to read a minimum of five pages in the morning um, to stimulate, you know, just Good thoughts get, going in my get brain. Your brain going. Yeah, um, without getting sucked into coronavirus <laughs> nightmares, okay. um, and then also was going to spend some time saying some affirmations to myself in the mirror. Naturally, I'm doing that to work on my self confidence, which is going to help me not be nervous when I go talk to people about things I'm passionate about. But um, so Friday, that was my. Uh, my podcast episode and Saturday, Saturday, I did those things. Um, I, well, I did two of three. I didn't do the affirmation talk, which naturally is the one that I'm probably going to opt out the most often because it's so weird for me, but, um, I didn't do that. I did like huff and puff a little bit to myself about doing the routine on Saturday because it was fucking Saturday, but I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to do it. Sunday came. Sunday, I did not do those things. Sunday was also weird. Um, I don't really... This weekend is kind of like a an unusual blur because like we did things, but we didn't do things. And we kind of prepared, but we didn't prepare. And I almost feel like we didn't prepare enough, but whatever. doesn't matter. Um, so Sunday, I didn't do the things that I had said I would start doing. Monday was feeling super stressed out and weird again because like I got on the streets to get to work and it was no traffic like it took me yesterday to get home after I think it took me like 10 minutes to get home Alex it was record time it was so weird it's nice it's nice but it's not like it's kind of like it's weird it's weird it's a change oh man yeah it's weird definitely has got me out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. that's for sure which is not necessarily a bad thing um you know so it's just i'm just trying to to feel it out but the thing is is that with all of this weirdness and the way that my body is responding to it naturally i want to go back into my old habits and i want to clam up i don't I don't want to come to work. I want to go to bed because I can't face the reality of the unknown, right? Which is, I think a lot of us right now, we're just kind of like, what the fuck, you know? 
And, uh, you know, we just don't know, like a lot of us had plans, you know, for the summer, maybe in the next month, next two months, like my family was going to come visit for Easter. We're, and we're kind of not sure if that's going to happen. We mm-hmm. just really have to take it day by day, which is really what spirituality has been all about is about taking in every day for as it is and not living too far in the past or in the future, right? Because that's where our depression and our anxiety stems from. So uh, this particular epidemic or pandemic, whatever the proper terminology is, um, definitely has um, done some good reality checks, I think, for a lot of us. But um, regardless, it's stressful. And I constantly say and I constantly hear our boss Rodney talk about how... Um, he talks about responsibility and chaos and how they go hand in hand and how as long as you show up responsibly and you do things responsibly, the chaos um, ultimately will avoid you or you can respond to the chaos appropriately, right? Um, which it's there's no denying that we are surrounded by a lot of chaos mm-hmm. right now. And so Monday, I you know didn't hold myself accountable. I didn't do what I needed to do. Yesterday was Tuesday. Tuesday morning also did not do what I was supposed to do. Um, I think I maybe meditated. I definitely got a couple meditation sessions in. I just didn't get them in in the mornings like I had promised myself. Um, I did yesterday force reading in the morning. I did get the reading done yesterday. Um, So, you know, I'm showing up sometimes. Mm -hmm. And consistency is key, right? We get results from consistency. So the more that I push myself to do those things, the better off I'll be. So by the end of the day yesterday, I'd worked a little late. And um, I just was feeling... it's so hard for me to put it into words because it's almost, it's not really numb. I wasn't really numb. I was just kind of feeling kind of like dumbfounded almost like more of a unbothered. Yeah. Just like what's going on. I can't really make sense of it. I feel like I've got my head together, but like, why am I feeling so uneasy? Right. And I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely absorbing a lot of the energies around me. So the other thing that I do regularly is I um, I journal, I meditate, I try to eat right, I try to get some exercise, I try to um, get some inspiration, and I get inspiration from a lot of different places. I get it from uh, my support group, which consists of you, thank God, and um, my husband and a, a few friends that I have, and then I also go through Pinterest. Pinterest helps me a lot, and then I do a lot of research on my own once I kind of have some ideas get planted. And so over the last, or yesterday, all day long, I was um, doing some spiritual work, and uh, I've been diving into the ideas of how uh, there's truth in all religions. Like there's not, not one right religion, but that they all have truth and that they share potentially the same message of love. And that's how we need to overcome everything, starting with self-love. Um, and so I was, saw this picture of the last supper and it was, you know, showing how the 12 disciples represent the, um, the different, the 12 astrological signs um, and I don't know whose signs they are because I, I know that there's Chinese astrology and then there's, I mean, I recognize it as American astrology, but I don't know if it's just 
European astrology, maybe your Western astrology, whatever you would call it, the traditional, what we would follow here. And it, it broke, broke out the disciples into the astro- astrological signs and seasons based on how their robes were colored and how they're grouped together. And it like blew my mind and like was talking about like the son of God being like the, the sun, not like, not a person, like a thing versus, but the son of God goes to like the son of Ra or like Ra, the sun God in Egypt. And any, anyways, everything goes back to like this, and I'm naturally super obsessed with this Egyptian culture right now. Um, but like, everything I'm finding is going way back to that. Like that's where it starts. And like they're saying that the angels, the idea of an angel in every religion was depicted from the Egyptian times. And which is crazy, not crazy, amazing, beautiful, whatever may or may not be accurate. I didn't look into the validity of it all, but it inspires me and I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, look into Chinese astrology and I look into, I look into all of it because they all very much are pieces of who we are and in a very large way, um, which you and I have discussed like the spiritual kind of realms and the different like levels there is to spirituality and how like your soul is not like it is transferring energy from life form to life form and dimension to dimension and potentially holds a lot of history for you. And we, which we know, um, based on the research and stuff I'm doing, but anyway, so that's a little background about me and why I'm sharing this particular journal entry, because there's a lot of pieces about my day yesterday in the past few days that, um, created this like mind blowing moment for me last night and I'm feeling a thousand times better this morning, which I'm sure you've noticed. Like I'm chatty again. I'm focused. I'm have energy. Like I'm just like I probably have like a little glow. I bet I feel like I have a glow when I look in the mirror. Sometimes I can see you the can difference. See your aura. Yeah, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. Like I almost never. It's like I swear to you. Some days I get up and I look in the mirror. And I'm like, oh my god, you're so pretty. Like holy crap. And then other days I'm like, well, bro what rock did you crawl out from under? Like what happened? But it literally has to do with how I'm feeling from the inside out. It's crazy. Cause like, I'm not changing, mm-hmm. you know, like I, it's not like when I'm saying, wow, you look good is when I am showered, clean, done makeup and stuff. Cause I don't look like that today. I look like I rolled out of bed today, but I feel like a million dollars. Um, so anyway, that's that. Um, here is three seventeen twenty twenty journal entry. I'm in the bath. Today was a weird vibe. I've definitely been absorbing more than I care to, but I'm learning to recognize when it's happening and doing better to get grounding. So I'm in the bath. I have my coffee shop playlist going with comforting sounds of Jack Johnson, Billie Eilish, and that song from Juno. You know the one. All I want is you, will you be my bride? You know? All I want is you. I'm 12. That's true. Yeah. Well, anyway, Juno's my life. You need to watch it. (laughs) Um, I love that song. Uh, So I'm sitting here and I'm listening to my music and it's actually, it's really transcending me. And I have all four elements present to provide me with balance. Before I got in the tub, I made sure to 
light incense for air, light a candle for fire. Naturally, I have water present in the tub and I brought um, crystals into the bath with me as well to represent um, earth. Um, I've called to my spirit guides for healing, direction, and focus, and I feel their presence. My water stones tonight are orange calcite, green calcite, and rose quartz. Some of my Pinterest observations today have come full circle with my tarot card pull this evening. Now, before I keep reading from my journal, um, this tarot card I'm going to share with you real quick, and I'll show you the photo. But this card that I pulled, it was interesting because I had shuffled my deck and I was trying to be really careful. I naturally didn't want it to fall into the tub, right? And so I'm shuffling and I'm cutting the deck and I'm like, okay, I'm going to cut enough times until I feel like I want this card. Well, then I accidentally buried the one that I want that felt right. And I was like, I cannot, this, whatever's left for me to turn over does not feel like the right card. So I shuffled one more time, maybe twice, cut, pulled my card. And, um, I'm really glad I did because if I had pulled that other card, I guarantee you it would have been the wrong card and it would have given me the wrong reading because I let my ego get in the way when I was shuffling and cutting. Mm -hmm. It was like, I was letting my spirit and my subconscious decide and pick the energy card. And then my ego is like, no, I want this one. And because that happened, I recognize it and my spirit inside recognize it. It's like, no bitch, shuffle that shit, cut again. And so I did. So I just wanted to throw that in there because it's super important. Also, um, I pulled my card and I observed my card. I looked at it and then I journaled. So like I didn't look into my card, the definition of it. I didn't um, do a lot of research to understand what was showing up on the card until just now you saw me before we got started recording that I um, was Googling some stuff or, or researching some stuff. But um yeah, like my card, I very much try to trust my instincts and I'm learning how to read energy and especially my own. And so when I pulled my card, I pulled out my journal and I started journaling. So that way I didn't let the card interfere, the card's definition interfere with my thoughts. Um, and I just realized that I didn't bring what the card's definition was with me today. I'll have to see if I can't find it on on the internet, but... Um, anyway, so, uh, let me find where I was. Okay. I have been exploring for a minute, ominism or the belief in truth in all religions and how they have all manifested from the same place of origin, Egyptian times or potentially paganism, which is also Egyptian. Um, my pinning related to horoscopes of Egyptian times and how the Last Supper portrait represents the 12 astrological signs and seasons. My card is the world. She looks like me right now. Quick insert, I bought a new tarot deck this weekend and it's incredible. I love it so much more than my first deck. My first deck helped me a lot, helped me kind of get familiar with it. But like this deck is like I definitely connect with it. Mm -hmm. Um but anyway, so this deck is like a deck of, it's like a female deck, like powerful women and like just women in all their forms. And I swear to God, and I'll show you this photo of this card, but like this, when I pulled this card, I thought I was looking in a mirror, you guys. Like if you can think about it, like I'm in the tub and I'm in water, right? I'm in a bath of water and I'm naked 
this card was this brown haired brunette naked woman in the ocean right like she was exactly as I was at that moment and I'll explain further in a minute but anyway uh, she looks like me right now in the bath naked creating my American sign is in the upper left corner that the Aquarius symbols were in the upper left corner of this sign of this card my newly discovered Egyptian sign um, which yesterday I discovered that Horus is my Egyptian astrology sign, which I just got a tattoo of the eye of Horus. It is currently on my upper left quadrant, matches the card. Interesting. Gives me fucking chills, dude. So it is you. It is me, dude. It really is. I was like, and I swear to you every time, like, I don't know, man, it's crazy. It's so crazy. Anyway. She has access to infinite wisdom and infinite grounding. And with these, she is protected. This is card number 21. And um, that's really the, that's it for my journal entry. Um, but I'm going to add to you what some of my discoveries were. Because that's where it really reigns in. Because remember I shared that I did not read about the card until after I journaled. So... I wrote down all this stuff about the signs, about how I felt, about how it looked like me, um, how I thought it was weird that my sign was in the same quadrant as my body. Um, and then there were uh, there were three other signs represented on this card. Uh, I do follow astrology, but I don't follow it enough to know everybody's signs in every form of the symbol that it shows up in. Mm -hmm. Some of them I could maybe guess, but I'm not going to necessarily know. <clears throat> the element affiliation that they have or anything about them what month they're in unless they're um pretty common occurrence in my life like cancers like those guys they're the 22nd of june to the 22nd of july and those guys are all in my life all over the place so shout out to my cancer buddies love ya uh, <laughs> but anyway so <clears throat> when i came in here i i knew that mine was the air sign which is weird because it's fucking water but it's air Mm -hmm. Anyway, the other two I didn't know, or the other three I didn't know, they were uh, Scorpio, Taurus, and Leo. And Leo actually, I think is, I think the order is Aquarius, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio. Um, and it's the fucking four seasons, bro. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh my God, like that's, that's kind of weird considering I was just like thinking about the four seasons, those 12 apostles or 12 disciples, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, so like all of that was just kind of like really hitting me kind of weird. And then I'm, you know, sitting in the bath and I'm like, the reason I'm in the bath right now is because I need some fucking grounding. I can tell that my vibe is wrong and it's my energy is going crazy and I can't control myself. Literally the moment I stepped out of the bath last night, my brain was like, firing on all cylinders and I was clear as day and I was like kind of annoyed because I'm trying to go to sleep yeah but um it wasn't uh terrible but I'm like oh my gosh so like in this tarot card I can see that she's got this grounding going on like there's this and as long as she is infinitely grounding herself she will be protected and so like it's just a reminder for me to make sure that those things that I say I'm gonna do that I show up and do it and when I do it I it actually it does give me reward. Like last night, 
everything that I intended to do and accomplish with my bath, I did accomplish. And like I used a bath salt too. I used um the doctor whatever brand in it. It was like replenish and renew, I think mm-hmm. is what. And it it definitely did that for me, for sure. Like all of these things combined help me. And like the more that I use all of these different things and all these different tools, the journaling, the meditating, the grounding and the the tarot, all of that stuff the longer the better I feel first of all like the more recharged I feel like sometimes you go get a massage and you're like man that feels good I feel good but you might only feel good for a couple hours whereas like when I'm doing this and I'm pulling in as many resources as I can to do it I feel good for a long time and the more I do it the more amplified that feeling becomes and then it's like I become superhuman but just as quickly as I become superhuman when I'm not doing those things like become human again right and i like it's the concept of body and mind you have to work both of those out oh for sure that's why if you get a massage you're only gonna feel great for a couple hours yeah your mind didn't get worked right and last night you were taking care of both yeah for sure and the spirit too because the balance includes the spirit um and so when i was meditating i there's always something that really weirdly happens to me when I meditate and if I do reach like um I want to say kundalini but it's not quite kundalini cuz I don't I don't think I quite get there um because I am not fully letting go but I do get close. I think that I can get almost, I get to about my third eye chakra. I don't ever get to my higher power chakra cuz once I get to my third eye I swear it opens and my eyes open every time. But then I'm like they open so I'm like oh my god this is weird and cool weird. I feel weird yeah because it's like I'm not really awake and I'm not really there but I'm like I can see things but they're not you you feel your surroundings but you don't feel your body person yeah it's, it's it's a strange feeling it's peaceful yeah for sure uh, but I'm definitely not letting it finish its process right, yeah. right? so yeah. anyway I'm getting better practice makes perfect mm-hmm. um I'm definitely I'm getting the energy from the sessions that I need to be. And I just can't even, I can't wait for what it's going to be like when it's like, I'm really good at it. Right. But anyway, real quick, um, I'm going to show you this image. And so I apologize. My phone is my microphone. So you might hear me tossing it around a little bit, but I just want to show him this photo because it's crazy to me. That's the car? Yeah. In the world. So Aquarius, Taurus, and then you said... What's this top one? Top right. That's Scorpio. That's Scorpio. And then this is... That's Leo. Leo. Yeah. So this is winter, spring, summer, fall. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she has the infinity symbol above her head and the infinity symbol above her, down below her feet. Mm-hmm. And so what's interesting about those is like the below her feet, that's the grounding, right? And in Egyptian um, religion, which I'm just going to call that, I think it is paganism. I don't know if that's the official term for it. And if you know and you're out there and you can just tell me that, that'd be cool. But I'm just going to say paganism. Um they had a nine chakra 
chart and and the two extra that we're not recognizing in our practices over here now um i would say in most practices over here because there's several different versions of chakra and yoga and, and and they all consider anyway doesn't matter i could be here all day about that um but they have two more and the extra two are grounding and your your higher being this or not not because the crown chakra is your higher being but this is the high the divine the all-knowing um so anyway if you don't believe in that you might need to do some meditating of your own but there is a higher recognizable influence um and that's what serving your higher good does for you like it connects you with that energy and that life force energy in order to be able to manifest the things into your life that are supposed to be for you um if you feel like you're struggling right now and like things are really hard and like you're like basically up shit creek without a paddle and you're trying to find a way to make it work you are not on your path because if you were there would be no resistance um so the more resistance and the more you're putting your feet in to make something work, um, just know that potentially you're you're going the wrong way and you're you're as Lundy would say, warning way. <laughs> she read the wrong way signs as warning way. So that's your warning uh, to turn around. If it feels like you're fucking trudging through mud, turn around. Um, and if you don't know how to turn around, then I just encourage you to pick up a piece of paper and a pen and write down what you're thinking, ask yourself questions and answer them simultaneously as you write. Um, I also encourage you to take some time in silence. Um, I wanted to end this with reading what the card meant because what I shared with you was literally just my perspective Mm -hmm. so far. None of that has to do with um with what the actual set of tarot cards said the card meant so i'm gonna close with that because if i can find it it's gonna be hard because it's like a certain set and i'm gonna have to find the definition Pardon me. I found the card. I just can't find what the book said. What did I put on here? Oh, I should probably write definition. How that helped me find it. Modern witch, the world card meaning. All right, I'm going to pause my audio while I look for this. All right, I found it. So this is how we're going to end, is I'm going to share with you what my tarot deck said the world card meant. And what is important to remember about tarot is that it's fluid. It changes with your energy. So 
it is actually an accurate representation of your energy at that moment. So I pulled this card before I journaled, but before I looked into the card and its meanings. Okay, so here's the card. The journey is over. Much like the fool at the very beginning, we end this adventure with a dance full of pure joy. The world dancer is perfectly fulfilled and has unified body and mind, conscious and unconscious, and all the elements in perfect harmony. She is centered, enlightened, and bursting with self-love. She is part of everything, and everything is part of her. The wreath circles around her with a zero in infinities. She is both everything and nothing, all at once, and has become one with the world. Success! Your hard work has paid off. You've passed the trials and overcome the obstacles. The journey might have been challenging. You might have had to fight and cry and feel all the feelings possible to get here, but you did it. Take the time to acknowledge what you've achieved and revel in your success and glory. You are full of magic and you are absolutely amazing. So I think that's super incredible. I When I pulled that card and then journaled and then when I finished journaling and I read it, I like was euphoric in that moment because I was just like, you know, I didn't actually have all of the things I wanted for my bath. I didn't have like my Epsom salt and stuff. Really, that was the only thing I was missing. Um, And so I left and I chanced going to Walgreens, um, hoping it was open and it was. And it was already nine o'clock PM at that time. Like it was late, but I decided to go because I knew that my body and my mind needed the break and needed the relaxation Mm -hmm. and so because I pushed through like the shit I would normally I'd normally just gone to bed like I'd been like fuck it I'm already home I'm already in my pajamas like Robert's ready to pass out like fuck it but I didn't this time I took care of myself and it felt so good so my message today is that even if yesterday didn't go as planned that there are things that you can still control in your day-to-day life that are going to help you feel like the best version of you despite what might be going on outside. So take the time to take care of yourself. Unapologetically, this is Christy.